Is mass boring? Don't answer that. But keep that question on your minds as we return to the parable. Because there's a lesson about boredom here with this unjust judge hiding in these words. The unjust judge neither feared God nor respected any human being. Respected only himself, looked only to his own needs. But even he has a need to avoid boredom. He says, I shall deliver this just decision to this widow unless she finally come and strike me. Well, it's kind of humorous to picture the image of, of the woman coming with her cane and making sure that justice is done to her. Uh, that's probably not the turn of phrase that's being suggested. It's very much like the word we have, to bore. And to bore both means to strike something, to punch a hole in it, to pierce it. And also, it's the idea of uh, to wear us down, to make us weary, that we become disinterested and removed. And it's funny that those two ideas are connected. Oftentimes, when we feel boredom, it's kind of like something is digging into us. We just want to get out of there. We want to pierce our eyes out or pull our ears off, or whatever it is. We just want to get out of there. And yet, boredom is an interesting symptom. Because uh, nothing that God has created is boring in itself. I would, I would wager that everything, because God is infinitely interesting, God is infinite being, uh, everything that he has made bears that sort of stamp. And yet we, we can be bored, and very much bored when we behave as the unjust judge, uh, who completely closes in on himself, Nothing else is interesting if all we're looking at is ourselves. And so he avoids boredom. And how often do we avoid boredom by distracting ourselves, turning inward, uh, turning towards a screen, turning towards anything else to avoid uh, feeling that piercing strike of boredom. And yet that's one of the great spiritual benefits, actually, of boredom. God, in a sense, allows boredom to enter his creation to bore, bore holes into our hearts where his grace and his light can get in. A lot of times, it's only through this boring process, uh, through the quiet, through the waiting, the constant prayer that he can finally break through. Uh, one of the reasons Boredom is a symptom of our age is because we weren't made for this age. Boredom, another word for it, I think, is restlessness. We are restless. As St. Augustine says, we are restless. Our hearts are restless until they rest in you, God. And so, yes, boredom is a, it's a fascinating, fascinating symptom that only humans feel. That we're not made for this world. We're made for the next so that's another reason to learn to feel boredom, because if we just cover it up all the time, we lose that hunger and that restlessness for God. Uh, we lose that yearning for the next world. And so the just judge, the unjust judge, what does he do with his boredom? Well, he hardens his heart against it, fills up those holes that are being bored in his heart, 
and he removes himself. And that's one attitude we can take whenever we find something boring. But the other attitude that I suggest and that Jesus indeed desires for us is that attitude of, of endurance, uh, to let the boring happen to us, to let our hearts be pierced. A lot of times someone in front of you or some event is boring, uh, to turn to God and say, what are you trying to increase in me today? Uh, what are you trying to pierce into my heart today? What kind of virtue, what kind of lesson does this person have in front of me? Because no one is boring. No one is boring. We are all creatures of God, and, and he does not find us boring. In fact, maybe that's one of the reasons, uh, despite the parable saying God will be quick to answer us, well, sometimes we don't experience that quickness as much. Uh, it's, very, it's very much the opposite of this judge who says, I just want to get rid of this woman. God doesn't want to get rid of us. He wants us to keep coming to him. He doesn't find us boring. Maybe that's the problem. He wants us to keep praying. God does not find anyone boring. And instead, sometimes he is so much more interested than we are in the things we should be interested in. And so have the courage, brothers and sisters, to face boring, to allow our hearts to be pierced, just as the heart of Christ was allowed to be pierced. That's what lets God's grace through. There's a beautiful book. I've been reading to the school kids this week called The Light of the Saints. It's one of those books you shine the light behind the page and kind of reveals new things. It's very much not a boring book, especially to first graders. And one of the scenes, I'll just end with this image, is of Padre Pio, who has the stigmata. And when you shine the light on the front of the page, you can't see it. You shine the light on the back of the page, uh, you see the light come through. And there's a little rhyme that goes with it that says, our wounds are a way that Jesus' light can shine through. And how true that is for all of our wounds as well. Uh, that boredom sort of brings out, brings out our woundedness and our weakness. And it also shows us the places in our heart that God is trying to break through. So brothers and sisters, we'll pray always in this Mass. Uh, we pray with scriptures, all these things that, that can pierce us to the heart. All these things that let God's grace in we give you permission, O Holy Spirit, to pierce our hearts and to let God's life come and dwell with us.